0: Hey what's going on everyone My name is J.R. Robinson And once again I'd like to welcome you to When He Speaks Erotic This is the podcast where I talk about Relationships, love, sex And everything else All from my perspective And as always let me say thank you to everyone who listens to the podcast Tonight's nice topic Ladies Seven signs that you're getting Digmatized That's why right, I did say digmatized And I'm going to give you seven signs That that indicates when you are getting victimized. Also, my question tonight is is it better to mistletoe or let go the relationship before the holidays? So, do me a favor, go ahead and sit back and relax. And I'll be right back with my question tonight. So my uh, question tonight is. Is it better to mistletoe? Or to let go of the relationship before the holidays? As long as I can remember. I have come across several people who will exit or, or leave or find ways to break up before the holidays. Selfish reason. Um, they didn't want to buy. <laughs> they didn't want to buy a gift. Um, they may have had some problems that started just before the holidays, and they kind of like kicked it in gear. You know, to kind of like go ahead and make sure that the person that they was with didn't want to be with them no more, or just they get to a point and be like, you know what, I'm out. All because they didn't want to spend money on the gift, or hang around the person um, during the holidays. And you find that a lot with a bunch of uh, young, younger people. Yeah. Now there's been some older cats, I ain't gonna lie, that, um, that still do. You know, It's not as much, I haven't recognized it or seen it as much in, in my later years. But I have heard or have talked to some people, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm not fucking with her around Christmas time. or, you know, the holidays coming up, I'm about to do me, you know, I'm about to spend more time with my moms and my, my family or whatever and fuck a relationship, um, I've done it, I've done it when I was young, you know, like uh, my mid thirties, you know, when I know I didn't want to, you know, be bothered or fake the funk and you know be all up in somebody's face just because they feel like we need to be together because it's the holidays and the holidays gonna make us grow nah, nah if we got issues or if you're not doing something that I need you to do or you know if it's just not a, a, a balanced relationship then I don't wanna be bothered you know I don't want I didn't wanna spend my money on you when I know we wasn't you know building towards anything because I don't believe in Christmas anyway you know I'm not really a big uh, you know uh, um, a big uh, see, you know, uh, holiday person I don't care for the holidays I think it's just too commercial too commercialized and you know if you got somebody and if you know they into uh, you know the holidays and Christmas and stuff like that it, it's better that way I, I'm able to to go with the flow. You know, I have my moments where I pull away, but, you know, it's just one of those things that I, I when I got older and I realized what it was, what it was about, then I just figured that, you know what, it don't have to be the holidays for me to express love to you. You know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to do this every day. Don't, you know, don't try to convince me that a white man in a red suit gonna make us happy. Or You know, Frosty the Snowman, you know, it came on TV. So we supposed to be in in bliss? Nah, nah, that's supposed to be every day. Whatever holiday or whatever day it is, it's supposed to be like that every day because you shouldn't let certain things or certain people indicate your happiness or the status of your relationship. so some people don't get it, and, and that's understandable, you know, for me. the holiday season is just uh, another day. So. Um, what are the potential benefits of staying in the relationship during the holiday season? I think it can uh, strengthen the relationship. It creates uh, lasting memories while also providing a companionship during the season. Especially when you're lonely. Especially when you're living uh, when you're single and you meet somebody around the holidays, and you know you start to start to grow as a couple. That can, uh, what's the word? That can eliminate that that feeling of loneliness. It'll erase what you've been going through or what you've been dealing with when you're in that type of relationship. When you got two people who believe in the the, the beauty of being a couple during the holidays. It's also an opportunity to come together and enjoy each other's company in many different festival ways, such as I know. Uh, one year, me and my uh, my girl, we took uh, my daughter and her daughter to the um, the uh, what is it? the thing downtown, the Pink Pig. And even though you know, like I said a few minutes ago, I didn't care for Christmas to to see my daughter and her daughter enjoy themselves. Made me enjoy myself. I think I even went into that pig one time. You know what I'm saying? Because I put aside who I was for the benefit of my family, and it, and it felt good. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. Just being down there and spending time with the kids, and do, and then you know Christmas shopping. You know, as much as I try to, you know, di- dismiss Christmas when you're with someone and you got family and, and you see kids you know, happy to be in that type of setting, then it makes you happy it, it, it adds a joy to the relationship I mean, there were times we would sit around and drink eggnog and just watch football games or basketball games, open presents and just see their little smiles on their face and that created a, a energy between me and her you know what I'm saying? But when you're like Dealing with someone and they ain't got no kids It's like okay we spend time together We do whatever and then we go to sleep We eat, we drink Go to sleep, eat, drink go. You know it's the same routine thing But I mean it's, it's whatever you make it, Pretty much, you know what I'm saying um, The holidays can be a time of joy and celebration But also When you're not On the same page or when the relationship Is rocky, it can be very stressful very stressful and it can be um, it can add anxiety and sometimes you can be depressed I think uh, it's understandable to want to hold on to something that's familiar or, or comfortable during the holiday season which is a relationship even though you may have rocky moments you you kind of like want to stay connected because it is the holiday. You think that because it's the holidays and you got you may have spent some time together where everything was okay, you think that that can reignite that magical moment. And I think it depends on the on the the two individuals who who are together. If they see that, okay, we've been having a hard time of dealing with a lot of, you know, unnecessary bullshit, but at this moment in time. Let's just spend some good time together. Do something. Get out the house. You know, go to go downtown and um, do the uh, the little skating, the ice rink. You know, stuff like that. Do something that you normally don't do on a daily basis. That may help save a relationship, especially around the holidays. You know, um, I think it's important to remember that the holidays are a time for reflection, and self-care. And when it comes to the mistletoe, which I think is a bunch of <laughs> foolishness, but I think it spices up the relationship. I think it adds a different element that, like, you know, you don't do it every day. And if, you, if you're if you creative, you could do something else with the mistletoe you can do a little kissing below the belt mistletoe and if you use your imagination, you can pretty much think about what it is that I'm saying um somebody hit me with that one year you know, we had the mistletoe and I gave her a kiss and she was like um, I need you to kiss me below the belt and I didn't get it at first and I'm like, oh shit, okay and immediately, I dropped and um it, add, it, it was something different. You know what I'm saying? Something so simple as kissing under a, a piece of, uh, what was it, like a little flower added a spark to our relationship. And with her adding that, with her coming up with the idea of me going down further south, that really kicked it in for me. You know what I'm saying? So I think we kissed under the mistletoe like. <laughs> what, four or five times that that, that year, you know? Because it's something different. It's It's not, you know, something that you normally do. Now, whether you decide to mistletoe or let go of the relationship before the holidays, make sure you take care of yourself and don't be afraid to reach out for help if you need it. Because sometimes... You may get to a point where you feel like you need to talk to someone because you're broken up during the holidays. You may feel uh, depression, you may feel anxiety, you, you you may be upset. So don't just sit there and, and hold in the emotions of losing the relationship or or you know feeling bad because someone walked away from you. Because the holidays are a time for if you're not with your significant other, you still can be around your family and friends. And they may not give you what that man or that woman has given you in the relationship, but they'll give you enough to get you through that period. The holidays are a joyful time. But they can also be difficult. And it's all in what you you know, all in what you make it. If you're single, don't 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 feel like you have to be in a relationship Don't feel like something's wrong Because you're not in a relationship And if you're in a relationship And if it's not working Don't feel like you need to stay in that relationship Because it's the holidays Thinking that things are going to get better Because if you know Or if you see that things are not going to get better Don't put yourself through that misery And don't put the person that you're with Or you're dealing with Through the same thing Give them be respect or, or or be respectful enough to say hey this ain't working I care for you and I you know I wish this would work but it's not working even though it's the holidays cause you gotta take time for yourself and make sure to keep your mental and emotional health in check and if that means walking away then that's what that means um, to wrap this up the decision of whether to mistletoe or let go of the relationship is ultimately a personal decision. It's important to elevate your relationship and assess what will make both you and your partner happier. If the relationship is healthy and both people are willing to commit to make it work, then mistletoe all day long. Do some below the belt mistletoe. Um, go outside. Do... I mean, it don't have to be under the mistletoe. What I'm saying is express love, enjoy each other enjoy the holidays enjoy the fact that you have someone to 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 be able to um enjoy the holidays with on the other hand if both both pers- if both individuals feel the relationship is not going anywhere it's better to let go find happiness elsewhere or or decide what's your next step because whatever decision is it's important to be honest communicate openly, and be happy. And on that note, I'll be right back with my topic of the night. All right, so my topic of the night is, ladies, I'm going to give you seven signs you're getting dickmatized. Now, dickmatize is also putting it down in the bed, blowing out your back, putting down that dick, making you scream. It's all of that and then some. I heard dickmatize years ago. And I never really thought about it in the way I just, you know, said as far as putting it down the bed. I was always, my mother was like, man, I'm about to blow her back out. Because I heard it from... I can't remember what movie I heard it from. But after I heard it, it was kind of like my model. You know what I'm saying? But to uh, be digmatized is the same thing. It's putting that that stick on your ass and putting you to sleep. Making you fall in love. Making you come out your pockets. Whatever it is. It's because of that dick. Plain and simple. Ladies, you know that feeling you get when someone has complete control of your body? That tingle that runs down your spine, your heart races, and suddenly the world don't fucking matter no more? That's called being digmatized. The state of intense arousal brought on by being taken to an unimaginable height of pleasure. On the flip side, it's the same thing as being pussy The same exact thing when you feel like you can't Function, you can't see straight, even if you got on glasses. <laughs> A motherfucker take your breath away. You go into your 401, you you tell them where you got the hidden money at. You even give me your Social Security number in case something happened. They could get all your shit because you've been pussy whipped or digmatized. When you find that right person, you'll know it because they'll take they'll take your breath away. Along with any worries that you may have, you might even let them lead the way and show you how a delicious sub- submission can really be. It'll make you want to unleash your inner wild side and experience something completely new, completely new. Now I'm gonna give you seven reasons or seven signs that you've been dictated. The first one is, you know he's not no good for you. When you when you know that the man that you fucking with ain't no good, but you still... still want to deal with him. You still will run him down. You will uh, check his phone. Check his social media uh, page. He'll live in a gated community, and you know that if... You know only one car can go through at one time. And instead of you, you know, doing that, you're trying... You're so eager to to get to this, man. You'll try to bum rush under the fucking arm coming down. You'll take a chance to get your car fucked up just to get to that dick. That's what's digmatized. How do I know? I know someone who did that. It wasn't with me. It was another dude. And she told me, she said, "I, I had to get to him. I knew it was only one car one car was able to go through at the time and it was late so it wasn't that many people coming and she well it started out she went to go see who he was fucking she thought he was fucking around but he was actually he was working he was working late hours so he just happened to come home and just as he was getting ready to get out the shower she knocked on the door to find, just to find that he had just got out of work he didn't have nobody over there he wasn't doing nothing but he, but he, he put it down so good that the motherfucker thought he was fucking. And he would be the last dude that would fuck somebody. You know, he was, he, was, he was the type of dude who didn't come across as someone who needed multiple women. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying, I don't know for sure, but I just got that feeling about him. By talking to him and hanging out with him, he had eyes for only for her. You could see that. But she was so fucked up in the head, she just thought that, you know, all men cheat and all men want to you know, have multiple women, but you know, that's how, that's how they broke up too. Cause he just got tired. But he dicked her down so good. She, she pretty much lost her mind. Almost fucked up her car just to get to the dick. If you find yourself questioning your own judgment and wondering why you continue to stay in an unhealthy relationship, you might be stigmatized It's hard to admit, but it's possible to become fixated on something. Or, I'm sorry, com- Become fixated on someone who is not good for you, who might even make you feel small. Some of these signs include making excuses, um, being verbal or physical abusive with you, being in the one you you feel like you're being in a one side, one sided relationship, and they don't make you feel like they don't do nothing or say anything to make you feel otherwise. They just kind of like whatever. You know what I'm saying? But still want to be with you. Still trying to get with you. It's as if your feelings and and who you are don't matter to them. A healthy relationship should make you feel supported and valued. Not diminished or taken granted. Taken for granted, I'm sorry. Don't wait. Get out of that cycle of unhappiness and start living a new you. If you're going through that type of relationship. Number two. Your friends and family warn you about it. When your friends and family have to sit down and have a small intervention or have to, like, talk to you and say, Hey, what's going on, girl? Why your hair ain't fixed? Why you missing days at work? Why these kids eat bologna sandwiches with no mayonnaise? (laughs) I'm being silly, y'all. But, I mean... When your family and friends gotta come in and and intercede with what the fuck you got going on because of a man yeah you're being digmatized are your family and friends telling you to watch out for someone do they have a reason to be worried and if so it's possible you're being digmatized. It's a situation where someone is manipulating you or, or controlling you by being overly dominant. So it's important that you pay attention to the signs. If you see that type of person, if if, if you if you meet that type of person, you got to gauge and see if you can if you're going to be able to handle that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say don't talk to the person or don't deal with them because you know who knows they may change. They 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 who they are as a person you may be able to change them or they may say you know what this is not the type of, this is not the way I want to treat this person let me change my whole outlook on the situation who I am let me do a, a deep dive or uh, you know reflect on what it is or who it, who, I'm be, who I am to this person And if I'm being fucked up let me stop because if she's giving me her all and being the type of woman I need what's wrong with me doing the same thing some guys have that, that way of thinking. They can develop that mindset. And some don't. Some will ride you to the wheels fall off with you know being selfish and taking you down good and making you feel like you're supposed to constantly, constantly bow down to them. Number three, you leave important things like work, family, and projects whenever he calls. I have seen family members will get a phone call and stop everything to go to their man or to their woman. We could be playing cards. We could be winning. Playing spades. About to run this Boston on the edge. Get a phone call or a tax out. Yo, we, we got two more books. Let, let him do it. Are you serious? I gotta go. He called. He home. It's that time. I gotta get this itch scratched. <laughs> Have I done it? Yep. Have it been done to me? Yep. <laughs> Someone hit me up a couple of times. I was hanging with my family like, yeah, I'll see y'all in the morning. My mom be like, in the morning? I'm like, yep. see you in the morning. Cause I already knew what it was. When she got when she got off work, when she uh left the hospital and said she was on her way home, and I'll see you in 20. I was trying to meet her in 19, 18. I was I I, I clocked the whole ride over here because I was pussy with So yeah, um, you will drop everything. Everything comes to a halt. It's like, okay, I hear you, but I'm out. Do you always drop everything when when they call? Do you find yourself neglecting your family, work, and other important obligations? Because their opinion or the fact that you get an opportunity to be with them or, you know, just their conversation is that strong or or has that hold on you where you just have to stop everything, where you have to, you know, put your job in jeopardy? forget about your family just to get to them? You may be enjoying the attention from this person, but is it to a point that you're sacrificing your own uh, priorities and well-being? Then it's time to question whether you're being dignitized. If you enjoy someone, if you enjoy, if you Put everything down and forget about yourself because of someone else, you may have to re, uh, reassess that. That might be something you need to think about. Because you should never put anyone before yourself. I don't care what type of relationship you're in, you have to make sure that you are taken care of. Your kids understand that they are important to you, but if you're not taking care of yourself, who's gonna take care of your kids? If you're not taking care of your mind, your body, your spirit, and your soul, who's gonna take care of that so-called man that's supposed to be there supporting you and helping you, and vice versa with women. So you everything begins and everything begins and ends with you. So once you take care of yourself, then take care of others, then take care of your kids, then take care of your mate. Some people don't see that. I I know some women who will swear up and down that their man's more important than them. And I'm looking like, are you fucking serious? You love him more than you love yourself? God damn, that's some good thing. You know? I mean, I've heard some guys, but I haven't heard many. In my lifetime, I may have heard maybe 10 guys less than that say the same thing. But women... In a heartbeat, I love him more than I love myself. And sometimes it's just fucking hard to believe. But then when they show you, it's like, oh, okay, she' being fucking serious. She' dead ass serious. She do love that motherfucker more than she love herself. Look at her hair. <laughs> I mean, got good hair. I mean, good, a good grain of hair. A guy on the bonnet, or a guy on a a a, a, a do rag. I'm, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm just making sure he gets food, I'm making sure that he's okay, I'm helping with his bills, I'm blah blah blah. But what about you? You come first in the relationship, then everything else. Too much attention can lead to an unhealthy codependence. It's important to set boundaries with someone who may be influencing your decisions. And not allow you to take care of yourself. Look, motherfucker. I, hey, I love you. I enjoy being with you. I enjoy fucking you. But I'm, I got to take care of me. You know what I'm saying? I got to. Ain't no ands, ifs, and buts, and buts about that. Number four. You can't think straight because you're constantly thinking about being fucked or getting that dick. You can't see straight. You got them, you got glasses and you still can't see. Because your mind is clouded with the images of you and the man that you with, and he putting it down in the bedroom. You can't think, sir. You messing up at work. Forget your kids at daycare. <laughs> then lock your keys in the damn uh, car, and you only got one set. Do you feel like you can't focus on anything but sex? Do your thoughts keep coming back to you that that one person, no matter what you do, you can't seem to shake them out of your head? If so, you're suffering from being digmatized. It's a common problem. Symptoms include the inability to focus on anything else, loss of appetite, loss of motivation, feeling emotionally drained after every interaction with that person. Sometimes you got to talk to someone that you trust to help you get out of that place that you're at. Sexual attraction can be powerful but it shouldn't control your life. Number five. You keep going back after you call the quiz. Girl, I'm going to leave that motherfucker alone. He ain't doing nothing but uh, bringing me down. Look at my hair. Look at this black bonnet I got on. I'm going to the damn airport. (coughs) I'm going to the airport with a bonnet on. Cause that motherfucker got me crazy. It happens. It happens. People can take you to a place where you forget about what's important. The things that's not important, but you need to keep, you need to be on top of. You know deep down that the, you you feel like deep down inside the two of your, your the two of you are not supposed to be there. But even after all that, you can't help it. You can't. You feel like you can't live without that person. You find yourself drawn back in. Every time it's the same old story. He whisper sweet nothing in your ear. He you say things that make you feel good. He promise you shit. He might even buy you something to wear. And you still go back to the same old dumb shit the same old lies, the same old cheap motherfucker, the same person who, dick, who dicking you down good, knowing that you need to call it quits. Knowing that it's not healthy to be in that type of relationship. Knowing that it's not only hurting you, it might be hurting the people that's around you, especially the kids. Because when you're fucked up or when you're not able to function or when you can't think straight because you're being dicked down, guess what? You lose focus of what's going on with your children. And some of you may say, nah, I'm on, when it comes to my kid, okay. Okay, well maybe this don't, this don't um, include you. But some women will lose focus on their kids. When they're getting dicked down right. Well, excuse me. When they're getting digmatized. Every time it's the same old story. But nothing ever lasts. And eventually. It, you get to a point where. You realize, hold up, hold up. This ain't this ain't me. Somehow or another. You're you, you, you going to snap out of it. Some, either, either someone's going to snap you out of it. Or you're gonna you know come out of yourself, realizing that okay, I'm not doing what it is I'm supposed to do. Number six, you're unable to tell if it's love or if it's the dick. He's dicking you down so good you don't even know if he truly loves you, or if you just caught up with the fact that he's putting down in the bedroom. You can't separate the two. You think at some point you think it's both of them are the same. You think because he's giving you good loving that he loves you. He might. He he might, you know, be in love with you. He might, you know, feel that 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 feeling that you feel. But what if he's not? What if it's just all about him getting his and, you know, you get in where you fit in when it comes to who he is? Ask yourself whether you should share interests and values, have meaningful conversations, or if you should enjoy the physical pleasure you experience together. Understand that these elements will help you identify if it's love or lust, and it will help you make the right decision for yourself. You gotta ask yourself. You gotta you gotta have a conversation and see what it truly is. You know, because he'll tell you a, a, a million times that it's something positive or you thinking that it's something positive, but guess what? It's all about him. It's all about what he's trying to do. Who he is. Number seven, when a man does, when a man don't add value to your life other than making love to you. If he's not adding value, if he's not helping you grow, if he's not helping you um, build in the relationship, whatever it is, if you're building towards a better relationship, if you're building towards a uh, situation where you can have a home and, and have children and create a, a, a family, then you're being stigmatized If you just... Giving out sex and being with him to, you know, to to satisfy his needs, and you're not getting nothing, or you don't see anything positive, or anything, anything other, it, another thing that's positive, other than getting good love. If you don't see anything other than getting good loving, you might be getting stigmatized because you're not just having sex to have sex. You're not being together just to have sex. You 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 have a connection. You, you meet someone, you have a connection, and you build on it. Unless you have this conversation where, look, we just fucking. If you want more than just, you know, a casual uh, sexual relationship and y'all talked about it, then he got to give you more than just fucking dick. They got to be more than just pussy. You got to bring something other to the table than just good sex. Because, I mean, yeah, at first it's good, but if we're going to be together, we need to build towards something other than us just connecting bodies. It's all too common for men to think that. Just because they can pleasure you in bed is enough to make a relationship successful. But relationships are more than just sex. They need to be about communication, understanding, and respect for each other. A man who adds nothing else to your life other than sex is not worth the effort. You deserve someone who is going to contribute something meaningful and real. Relationships are too often reduced to something merely physical. When a man only gives you his body and not his heart, it does a disservice not only to himself but to the woman but to you. To wrap this up, whether it's intentional or not, being digmatized in a relationship can be detrimental and lead to bad decisions. But ladies, once you recognize he's no good for you, stay away from him, delete his contact information, and don't give in to his sexual prowess, then you'll be able to move on from him and find someone who deserves the love and give you the love that you deserve. And on that note, I'm going to end this podcast. I want to say thank you to everyone who, uh, who fucks with the podcast, who supports. Um, Wednesday, I had a family situation I had to take care of, so I couldn't do a podcast. And um, let me say this, man. When it comes to family, reach out to them. I don't care if you have any issues or you're going through something. It's important that you stay in contact with your family. Because anything is possible. You know, anything can happen. You hear one minute and you're gone. So, it's the holidays. And like I said, I'm not big on the holidays. But it's one of those times where you just need to let people know you're alright and just and, and check on them and make sure they're alright too. Um, thank everybody for listening to the podcast, for supporting it. Um, it means a lot. I, I don't know if I'm going to this going to be my last podcast for the year or if I'm going to come back on Wednesday because I got some things going on and I'm trying to do some other things and it take, it's taking a lot of my attention. So we'll see. But uh, if I don't finish this year, if, if this is my last podcast for this year, I want to say, you, you know I'm going to say thank you. But for this year was my best year. Well, so far this is my best year with this podcast. The other two years, it was cool. It was, it was like a feeling out process. But this year, I think I've grown. Um, I had some people reach out to me about doing some stuff. And I'm, I'm going to see what what's my next step moving into 2023. But 2022 was a good year for me as far as doing the podcast. I think I've really grown. I, I tried some things and it work. I had my bumps in the road. I had people give me some real strong criticisms about some of the stuff they didn't like or they think I can improve on. And um, I think at this point in my life, I'm able to handle criticism a whole lot more than when I was a younger man, because I would always be defensive. But when someone's telling you something, even though they may not be doing it or they don't, you know, they're not an expert, still... If they're coming from a place of being genuine and, and trying to help you out or give you some pointers, then don't take it as a negative. Because someone, The reason I got rid of the... Uh, I think I had a set uh, a section where I was... Uh, the, the sex facts. They're like, you don't need to do the sex facts. What you're doing is enough. You know what I'm saying? And I thought about that. You know? I, I really felt like it was something I, I wanted to continue to do but then when I thought about it like it, it made me feel like you know what that's, my, that's not my focus my focus is the question and the topic of the night and I need to focus on these two segments so with that, that just for me made the podcast better so um, I want to say thank you to everyone who, you know, for everything for everything this has been a, a good positive year for me and um a lot of it is, is is due to some people helping me out giving me you know topics to talk about while well, some people i've reached out and said hey you know I, I you know i like the fact that you put this type of topic out would it be okay if i use it on my podcast and they was like yeah go ahead i don't even know them, you know what i'm saying but you know i was just going uh going through the web going through the internet and just looking for certain things to talk about and some stuff, you know, I just reached out to some people and they really were okay with that and that helped me, you know what I'm saying I don't do it all the time but the fact that I'm able to do that and that's a a, a, a resource that I can use, that's that's a positive for me as a, as a content creator, you know but once again man, the book is out um, Heart Seductions get it on Amazon, get it on uh, Google Play Store um, Barnes and Nobles Online J.R. Robinson Heart Seductions. it don't cost that much I think it's like two dollars a dollar I'm not sure I think it's like two dollars you know but go ahead and check it out and um I don't know about getting this next book out this year that's one thing I'm still working on you know um it, it's a lot when it comes to the second book it's an internal and ongoing battle with me because I'm trying to make it right and I know some people can make books and do you know create books quick you know but that's just not me that's not me I get into my head a lot and I just think about crazy shit and change shit and you know but anyway we're gonna get it out it's coming it's coming but to everyone who supports me thank you and if I don't talk to you no more this year I hope everybody have a great holiday and a happy new year and i'll talk to you soon peace